This audio is brought to you by Muslim Central. Please consider donating to help cover our running costs and future projects by visiting www.muslimcentral.com forward slash donate. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. My brothers and sisters, the first instruction that Allah has issued in the Quran is verse number 21 of Surah Al-Baqarah. It's as follows. Ya ayyuhan nasu abudu rabbakum alladhi khalaqakum walladhina min qablikum la'allakum tattaqoon. O people, worship your Lord who created you and created those before you in order that you achieve consciousness of him. In order to develop the correct relationship with him, you need to worship your Lord. If you look at the term Rabbakum, it is the one who has nurtured you, nourishes you, cherishes you, obviously initially created you, and thereafter, inshallah, you would be returning to him. So whoever that is, he's our deity. He is Allah, subhanallah. He is the one who is worthy of worship. None is worthy of worship besides him. So if you would like to achieve that relationship with Allah, you need to worship him alone. And you need to understand there is no doubt when it comes to worship in Islam. Because you worship only the one who made you. Nobody else, no no one else and nothing else. You worship only he who made you. Oh people, worship the one who made you. Worship your Lord, worship your Rabb. He created you, he created those before you. In order that you achieve taqwa, you achieve the correct relationship with him, the consciousness of him, in order that you protect yourself from the wrath of Allah, from the anger of Allah. Now, people sometimes ask, why does Allah have to become angry? To be honest with you, that is a quality of Allah. And he is the one who decides what he will or will not do. If he says something will actually make me angry, stay away from it. It is probably and obviously because it's bad for you or for me. That's why he has prohibited things. Allah does not just prohibit things when there is nothing negative about that particular thing. Whatever he has prohibited, it is because there is something negative about it. We will be broken when we follow our desires, if those desires are in the displeasure of Allah, one day it will break us. We will become hopeless. People say, well, you know, I have, there is a lot of hopelessness here and I'm so hopeless. Sometimes it's because we, we've just been sinning without batting an eyelid. And this is why it's important to read what we just read now that Allah says, worship your Lord. And this is why verse number 25, Allah says, Give good news to those who believe. Give good news to those who believe and do good deeds. That for them, we've prepared paradise. They're going to get the ultimate goodness forever and ever. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala here is telling us in an amazing way that When you do good, I will give you goodness. And not only will you achieve goodness in the hereafter, but in this world, there will be lots of hope. What's the ultimate hope? The ultimate hope is for me to attain paradise. And what is 
the ultimate healing, the ultimate healing is for me to be able to enjoy my relationship with Allah. That's amazing. My brothers and sisters, that is Allah. He says, give good news to those who believe and do good deeds. For them is paradise. We will never be able to achieve any goodness through sin. And Allah is warning us to say, don't commit sin. It's not good for you. If I've told you not to do something and you do it, what will happen is short term or long term, whether you see it or don't see it, whether you understand it or you don't understand it, you will pay the price for it. If I have prohibited something and you are continuing to do it without turning to me, without regretting it, without feeling in your heart that what I'm doing is wrong, then Allah says, you will suffer the hopelessness, you will suffer the sickness, the disease, whatever else it may be. You won't be content because imagine stealing, deceiving, cheating, and the list goes on and on of things that are prohibited. If we were to do these things, Allah Almighty is telling us the loss is yours, not mine. So if you want healing, the first thing you need to do as you're turning to Allah, cut your sin, quit it, stop it, and make sure that you understand this is Allah. Allah asked you not to do something because he wants to heal your heart. Allah asks you to stay away from certain things because he wants you to be hopeful in the goodness that is coming in your direction. We can't say I'm struggling and I have no sustenance when we don't even have a connection with Allah and we're busy with intoxicants and we're busy with adultery and fornication and we're busy with immorality and whatever else it may be. And then we want the goodness from the one who told us not to do all of that. It's about time we pushed ourselves a little bit more to become better in all of these things in order for us to feel that healing, in order for us to appreciate the hope and to be able to realize that dream of ours in this world. Allah says, I'll give you contentment. Don't become a slave of man. Become a slave of mine, Allah says. Allah says, when you become a slave of mine, I will liberate you from being a slave of man. And when you are enslaved by man, or you've allowed yourself to be enslaved by man, then you need to know that you will never be free in reality. Take a look at those who are always worried about what others are going to say. What happens to them? They end up so broken because people's standards are never the same. And people would like to see you nude. People would like to see you perhaps in a way that you don't even like to see yourself. But in order to live up to that standard, you end up compromising and making life so difficult for you. Allah says, I've liberated you. I've asked you not to do a lot of these things that you're actually doing. So if we're going to be strong enough to stop some of these things that we've been doing all along to please people, Allah becomes pleased. You are allowed to please people within the pleasure of Allah, but you're not allowed to please people outside the pleasure of Allah. Similarly, we would please Allah even if it is displeasing to some, even if we lose a few friends, no problem. I have hope in the mercy of Allah and Allah is the owner of my soul. He will grant it healing. Subhanallah. This is the relationship we should be having with Allah. This is the instruction, the first instruction that Allah has granted us. Then he tells us about the story of Adam alayhi salam, verse number uh, 38 of Surah Al-Baqarah, where Allah speaks of the guidance. And Allah, just before that, he actually blames shaitan for the deviation of Adam. Amazing. Allah says, 
It was shaitan who actually made them slip from what they had. Shaitan causes our slipping. If you want to heal, recognize the plot of the devil. He wants you to slip. He wants you to fall. He wants you to drop. And Allah wants to strengthen you. Allah wants you to stand tall and high. Be yourself. Allah wants you to be proud of how he's made you and created you. Your race, your color, the type of hair you have, the eyes you have, the nose you have is beautiful. Allah's made it that way. If anyone is trying to make you feel like it is not acceptable, you've become a slave of a person. Obviously, unless there is something abnormal, unless you are suffering with a sickness, which you, you would be when you are allowed to correct and rectify. But a lot of people don't like the way they look. They don't like their race. They don't like their color. They don't like their tone, their skin, their hair, their eyes. Allah says, free yourself of all of that. We created you. We made you. Love yourself as you are and you are truly liberated. Be a proud human being exactly as you are. That's Allah healing. Allah giving you hope to say you're worth it no matter what. People can call you what they want. The sin is theirs. Brothers and sisters abstain from calling people bad words because those words will rebound and affect you negatively. Don't call people and your own children with derogatory terms. Don't use derogatory terms to refer to your children. Remember, that is dangerous. We end up building a mindset that is so negative in our children and we are responsible. How will we achieve hope when we are making others hopeless? Our own children and family members, spouses and whatnot, hopeless because of words we say towards them. You're ugly. You're this. You're, you're this color. You're like this. Your hair is like this. You're like that. I don't want to this and that. Why say bad things? Appreciate people. Allah's the maker. He made you. He made them. Appreciate them. Compliment them. And Allah will grant you goodness. Allah gives you contentment when you go out of your way to make others feel appreciated the way Allah made them. Make them feel appreciated. Pray for them. And Allah will grant us every form of goodness. So here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is showing us how he is blaming shaitan for what happened to Adam. That's something amazing. Inshallah, we will speak about this in the next episode. And inshallah, we pray that Allah grant us all healing and hope. Aqulu qawli hadha wa sallallahu wa sallama wa baraka ala nabina Muhammad. وَنُنَزِّلُ مِنَ الْقُرْآنِ مَا هُوَ شِفَاءٌ وَرَحْمَةٌ لِلْمُؤْمِنِينَ